Hey, this is Mikey D, and we're back with part four of the Booby Tale and In Orbit Radio. Remember, this was the improv tale done about 15 years ago, and we continue as we, uh, Kilroy and Booby were at Peter Pension's party trying to find a missing part to complete the beacon on Booby's roof. And let's join them in progress. I, I, I said I was stunned I, again. He stunned me many times that night. I said, "So, so you never used it? You, you, you built it?" And he goes, "No, I, I, it's just it's been sitting there." I wanted to hit him. I wanted to pick him up and throw his pompadour ass off the roof. I, I really did. I was, I was furious. How could you not finish this? What is wrong with you, Booby? He said it was a difficult part to get. He just got discouraged. I said, well, what, what is it? What is this, this mystical piece of equipment? He goes, it's, it's, it's a gem. A gem? What, what kind of gem? He goes, I need an emerald. That's all I need is a, an emerald. I said, well, how, how, what size emerald? Any particular cut? He goes, yes, an emerald cut, but it, a minimum of a, a carrot. But two carrots would be preferred, and anything beyond that would be great. Booby, I said, that's all you needed? We, you, know, you should have sold your models or something to get this emerald. Surely there must be one in your house or... or no, he said his mother only wore costume jewelry and plastics and, you know, little seashells. So I, I got up and started pacing myself. And, and I, I said, look, Booby, uh, Peter Pension is, is a man with a lot of money. He, surely his girlfriend must have, must have some emeralds. Or one of the guests must be adorned with that green gem. And he smiled, and he, he knew I had a point, and it was, the answer was so obvious, and he just hadn't thought of it. And he grabbed me by the shoulders and shook me, you know, and he said, Yes, we're going to do this. We'll find an emerald, and tonight I will contact him again. And he kissed me. It was odd. He kissed me on the cheek twice and hugged me, and he was drunk, and I, I didn't mind it. Was, so we had to make a plan. So we decided we would uh, just schmooze our way back and party and casually look at the necklaces and the rings and the bracelets of the various guests. And if we had to, we would sneak into the uh, bedroom of uh, Peter and his girlfriend, and surely there would be a jewelry box or or something, or maybe a wall safe. We would crack the wall safe if necessary to get this in Warriors about to go into battle, and we, uh, we proceeded back down to the party, which was still in full force. Uh, in fact, I believe there may have been a few dozen more people uh, in this room, in this loft. 
we made our way, we decided to split up. And, uh, each with uh, I, the jewelry of the guests. There was not much luck. It was difficult seeing the jewelry. Uh, people were all in costumes. So it was, if they were wearing emeralds or rubies or diamonds for that matter, they were buried beneath latex and uh, rubber and cheap materials and paper mache and uh, fur. So I decided to just go for it. I, I made my way back toward where I assumed the bedroom was. Uh, it was actually in a separate section. I made sure no one saw me. I snuck in and sure enough it was a large bedroom uh, with a giant bureau and a chest of drawers and I was feeling confident that there would be an emerald here. I was positive of it. So I began rummaging the, uh, the drawers and found my help myself going through uh, you know, stacks of sexy panties and brassieres. Uh, and suddenly uh, the door slammed and I turned around and Peter Pension's girlfriend was standing at the door. And I had a pair of black thongs in my hand and felt quite embarrassed. Understandably. And she smiled and strolled over and said, What are you doing? I said I was I was looking for the uh, the bathroom. It's a pretty lame uh, comeback. But I didn't know what else to say. She <laughs> she smiled again and uh, came over and just casually took the thong uh, from my fingers and sort of suggestively let it brush by my nose and she put it back in the drawer and she said, Well, this isn't the bathroom but it's the right room for us. And I said, I, I don't understand. And she says, yes, you do. You've been looking at me since you walked in. And I've noticed you, with your ventriloquist costume. Very clever. And I, I was feeling a little embarrassed. I, was, I couldn't speak. I, I, I just wanted to get out of there. And she says, there's no rush. Come, relax. You could. No one knows we're in here. I said, yeah, but you're, you're Peter's, you're Peter's girlfriend. This is his home. I, that wouldn't be, wouldn't be right. She goes, what, what wouldn't be right? She had me like a puppet. She got closer and had one of her hands just slip around my neck, and I, I said, I, I better go. I, I wouldn't want Peter to walk in on this. She said, let him walk in. He's done it before. Uh, and now and I was getting really, really nervous. I, I was really just not in the mood for the reason. Maybe another night, but I, I just wanted to find the emerald and get the heck out of there. So I said, well, can I, can I be honest with you? She goes, of course. I said, no, no, really honest. Uh, you, you may not believe what I'm about to tell you, but maybe you can help me. She said, sure, I'm open. I'll tell me. So I try to gather my thoughts and figure a way to say this without sounding like a complete buffoon, but I figured straight and honest was the only way, and I looked her in the eyes and said, I need an emerald for a communications device to talk to aliens. And she stepped back a bit and nodded, and then she said, sure, so what's so strange about that? And I said, fine. And she went to uh, one of the drawers and opened it up, and took out a uh, bracelet. It's a diamond bracelet with uh, rubies and emeralds. It was a huge 
emerald, the size of a postage stamp. She said, how about this? This is, I believe, six carats. My eyes broke. I mean, we can talk to the edge of the cosmos with this thing. I said, don't, that's perfect. I said, well, we'll return it. She says, you don't have to return it. It's yours. I have others. Peter's very generous in some ways. You can pay me back for this thing if you don't mind. And I, I, I really felt awkward. I said, no, I, I couldn't do that. You're, uh, you're Peter's girlfriend. It wouldn't be right. And I took the bracelet from her and headed toward the door and she cursed under her breath, called me a prude. And, and I walked out and closed the door rather regretfully, thinking back on it. But I guess at the time it was the right thing. And you just needed to get this emerald to Booby and get back. Get to his rooftop. So I spotted Booby across the room. I waved to him. He came rushing over. He had a piece of uh, a jello shot in his hand, a green, uh, a lime green jello shot. He thought maybe that would work. I, I told him I doubted it. I said, but either way, we didn't need it. I have, I have it. I said, Booby, I have it. And he smiled. I said, let's get out of here. And we rushed out. He got on the elevator with a, uh, a clown, uh, an elephant, and a pair of uh, Siamese twins. And we got down to the street, and we were so excited. I finally, when we exited the building, I, I took out the bracelet and I showed him the emerald. His eyes bugged, and he screamed and danced and, and did another backflip. And we raced down eastward towards... Uh, towards 6th Avenue and we were, we were filled with such energy we, we almost thought about walking home but it would have taken too much time we, we, we hailed a cab got in the cab and we headed uptown and I was counting the blocks and I just couldn't wait to get up to Booby Corey's rooftop with the emerald so we could talk to the audience finding myself uh, feeling a bit paranoid about my oxygen supply. I should probably take a break here. But I'm going to keep transmitting. I'm hoping people are picking this up. Again, I, I really have no clue. Uh, if you are hearing me, if you can contact me anyway, please try. And you may want to give NASA or the news, somebody in the news, your local news, call and mentioned that I'm up on the uh, the annex of the spy satellite, the, the one that was launched uh, a month ago. Again, uh, this is In Orbit Radio. I am uh, Kilroy Gansky. This is uh, Night Through the Night. And I'll continue that, uh, the booby story at a better time. I need to uh, conserve oxygen. Good night. Yep, and the tale continues with Kilroy and Booby heading up back to Pleasant Avenue to go back to the roof and try to complete the beacon. Well, let's hang in there. We'll be back with the next part.
of In Orbit Radio. And if you are enjoying this odd series, this little anomaly, let me know. Curious to know what uh, you're thinking. I get feedback on the Stoops of Atlantis, but this is sort of a experimental thing, and I'd love to hear what you think. All right. Until next time. <laughs>